You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Our Outdoor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long. I'm play with you for the next about 40 minutes. Across from me in Banyan 1, inside the Monarch Building, inside the Ogden Nine Rails District, Arts District, is the best co-host in all the land, Todd to the top. Todd, welcome to a snowy day in Ogden. This is a legit storm out there. Yeah. It, it dumped. <laughs> But we made it. We're, oh, we're podcasting no for you. No um, problem. Today is a special day, which you probably know, but maybe didn't realize this morning. Um, that today, this right now, this is our 350th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. We are almost with a year's worth of shows. Pretty soon. <laughs> 15, 15 a year's worth like it to listen like to every daily. day you can yeah every day you can listen to a yeah. show hey, i didn't think about that that'd be pretty fun so <laughs> we'll give you a weekly happy uh we had our guest who couldn't make it today uh, but we'll talk about sort of what he was going to introduce also we have an on the docket as well as news snowport from the resorts outdoor weber elkwell coyote bites a skier everest winter and knuckle huck give you something worth watching and because we don't have a guest, I'll be able to dive into this a little bit more today, and that is an outdoor retailer recap. So what's the buzz of the industry? What's the hot products? Uh, we have five stories that came out of OR along with the top 50 products. I'll probably just go over the top 11 for win- fall, winter, 2020, 2021. So you can keep the, these on your radar coming out this fall. We were able to see um, a lot of these here at the outdoor retailer show in Denver last weekend. So yeah, you weren't here. You were at Sundance. And uh, I was at Outdoor Retailer. I know. It felt weird. <laughs> it felt weird. It felt weird not, you know, missing. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, we will uh, give you a quote of the week and an outdoor jukebox. So all of this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 350, Outdoor Retailer Recap and Knuckle Hucking. So let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. Are you familiar with the term knuckle hucking? I'm assuming it's uh, when I hit somebody, I like huck knucks. Huck knucks? Okay. So, yeah, so I assume it has something to do with I didn't know it was called that. Someone. I've been out of the game, um, but I see it. I see I see what they're doing here. Uh, it's actually a, a thing that I love and will we'll inform. That's a tease. If you don't know what it is, if you know what it is, then you know. You know and we're going to talk about it because the, uh, the winner is, is unbelievable of the knuckle huck, hucking competition. But uh, for those who are a little, you have to stay tuned if you don't if you don't know because it's a new it's a new thing. Not go hucking. Um, right now, though, we do have a weekly happy, and these are all the ways you can open a beer. I think I've gone over this before, but it's, I mean, choose your favorite. So, 
many of them involve like crushing the top of the bottle with different objects, like drills, and I bet they went through hundreds of beers. The back, yeah, a tire from a motorcycle, all the beers. So this this is sponsored, I think, by Ten Barrel Brewing. So this was all the different ways you can open a beer. You see me? You like? I like the stump with the axe. That's kind of oh yeah. I like the pizza with obviously the handle under the pizza. That's good. You can make it look like you opened uh, your beer with just the pizza, though. The belt buckle. The classic belt buckle. Was that a deer hoof? It was a, it was a deer hoof, yes. <laughs> kind of gross, but it worked. I bet there were a lot of broken bottles. There's one that, like, he hits it three or four times on something, and it just doesn't open. It breaks the bottle, but the lid never comes off. I like his forearm. That was a good one. Oh, that was cool. He twisted it into his forearm muscle. And it, I don't know, that's pretty bold. It's done. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's it's really long. Anyway, that is your weekly oh, happy. Awesome. Looking for all the ways. This is, I found it on Snow Brains, brought to you by 10 Barrel Brewing. You can find it on Vimeo. It's pretty cool. It's all the things you needed to know in the world you didn't know that you needed to know. But you're afraid to ask. You're, so yeah. we provide it. Yeah. yeah so, so this week's guest we had lined up, uh, Eric Manning. He is the... Uh, directing assistant right now uh direct will be the director for for weaver pathways which they just changed their name to the trails foundation of northern utah he's also the host of the trail manners podcast he texted me this morning he said his uh, his dog was feeling ill and he had to run the dog to the vet so i hope the dog is doing much better uh but that is the the news like the biggest news is that weaver pathways in case you haven't been on social media or paying attention has changed. There was a big article in the, in the standard examiner as well. But since you get all of the, our listeners receive all of their outdoor adventure news from the Ogden outdoor adventure show podcast, we should mention that the Weaver pathways has changed their name to the trails foundation of Northern Utah or TFNU. And please don't switch those. It's not TNFU. It's TFNU trails foundation of Northern Utah. And we will invite Eric. Eric wants to come on. He apologized and is like, yeah, book me. I need to come back on. So and it will, he will explain why they changed. It's 25 years old, I know, I think. Weaver Pathways is. Let's see. I think I pulled up. Yeah, 25 years old, established in 1995. It's, up, it's about the trails is their tagline. They are still building our favorite trails here in Ogden, Weaver County. But... You know, I had a conversation with Eric, and this name change has a little bit more to do with. Uh, do you know that they would get phone calls? Does it have something to do with backcountry.com? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're free of that. They would get phone calls like it was some um, um, housing place for people because pathways, like a pathway to recovery, you know, and things. And he said, man, we get, oh, that's funny. We get calls all the time. And so. And Weber, for whatever reason, didn't people didn't associate this area with outside of Ogden. You know, they right. just don't know Weber, and and so Trails Foundation of Northern Northern Utah. It gets it says it's about the trails. It says it's about Northern Utah. It gives it a a place and what they do. Literally spells it out for people, so it's a, it's easier to market. Now, all of us who live here are like, yeah, it's Weber. It's, duh, Weber Pathways. But when you try to market that name. For, for big for big money big donations outside of our little town here I think they were struggling uh, which is part of the reason for the change and we'll we'll get Eric in here he'll he's excited to come in and explain all the 
all the fun stuff that they're doing. Great organization. We at Gear 30 are helping with a fundraiser right now for, for them. Uh, we're bringing in Real Rock 14, and that is on the 28th, I believe, of February. And it's free, but if you go on, you have to get your tickets because we have to cap it. There's only room for 150. Sarah told me last night that we already reserved uh, 90 tickets are gone, like 90 are gone. So if you want to jump, yeah, if you want to come to Real Rock, and this is still two weeks out or whatever, so where's it going to be? At Gear Thirty. Oh, nice. One hundred and fifty. Yeah. So we were like, oh, we got to, you know, we got to cap it because it's not that big of a space. But when you reserve your tickets, there's also an opportunity for you to give to. It'll say Weaver Pathways on there, uh, a donation of ten bucks or more. If you do ten dollars or more, then the night of Real Rock, you can save forty percent on your choice of winter stuff in the store. Nice. So it tries to help. We try to help everybody out there, but uh, that is, that is our, I like uh, the new logo. I think it's kind of cool. Our, our, our interview. That was not an interview yet, but on the docket, on the docket tonight. Wait, is today the sixth already? I just thought it was, we said turned over to February like yesterday. So Avalanche Awareness Lecture Series. I believe this is the last one. It's at Roosters B Street, 7 p.m. Avalanche conditions have worsened over the last 24 hours. So this tonight's lecture, I can't remember what the topic is, but it's beer and friends and Avalanche education. Not sorts. necessarily in that order. No, no. Yeah, right. At Roosters tonight at 7, be there. Also tonight, Art in Nature, a mixed media canvas. So you can go to Ogden Nature Center from 6 to 8 p.m. And they will have, it costs money, I can't remember how much, but they'll have um, materials there so that you can create art for Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. Uh, mixed media canvas type art for Valentine's Day there at Ogden Nature Center from 6 to 8 p.m. This weekend, SheShreds.co weekend jamboree up at Powder Mountain. That's a three-day long deal. And then on saturday holy cow the striders winter race circuit kicks off the 5k at the ice sheet it's going to be cold it's going to be steep and 5k yeah it's a tough one that's on saturday that helps you the the race circuit for those who are unfamiliar helps you train for the ogden marathon coming up in may is it supposed to snow through the weekend you know i Love that winter waited until February. <laughs> Not really sure what's going on, but they waited for us. And now it's full on winter out there. But here's the cool thing about storms in February. I was thinking about this this morning while I was wiping the snow off my car. So my driveway is south facing. So after January, I just, I don't even shovel. Like I don't even, like well, I don't know how to, it's not going to stay. Like it's going to be 40, 45 in a few days anyway. The sun's coming out and it's just going to, unless it dumps and I can't get in and out of my driveway. But yeah, once it gets to mid-February, yeah. it's like, eh, it'll be gone in two, two, three days anyway. Not that big a deal. Days are longer. It's, the temperatures are creeping up a little bit. But January, another story. Uh, also this Saturday, Moonlight Glide at Ogden Nordic at the Ogden Nordic Ski Club. And the there's a lot going on this weekend. 13th annual Grom Fest number two up at Powder Mountain. That's at 2.30. Next weekend, Todd, you and I and my wife have a date on Friday. Just so you know. We're a thruple. You're, we're a thruple. This is the first time we've 
Okay, maybe maybe we've done stuff just the three of us before. I can't remember, but usually it's there's it's family involved. It's definitely sort of a, a, a coming out thing. This is sure. uh, this is the plan though. So we have uh, Banff. The night of Banff. It kicks off Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour at Pierce Egyptian Theater. I did call and get us tickets. They are they are going fast as as well. So if you haven't got your tickets yet. I suggest calling Puri's because it's much easier than using their website. And the ladies are very nice at the ticket booth. And you say, hey, I've got one or two or three or whatever. And then they'll say, okay, well, Saturday is about gone because we're on like the second row on Saturday. But we have good seats on uh, both Friday and Sunday. Call Puri's. It's a good it's a good reminder that you can use your phone to talk to people. To talk to people. You don't have to just push the buttons and reserve tickets. Yeah. Uh, two fifteen. That's February fifteenth. Companion Rescue presented by Utah Avalanche Center up at Snow Basin. That's sixty five dollars. It runs from noon to four p.m. and that's an actual class on how to rescue uh, your companion. There you go. And then finally, the Rufa running up for air and climbing up for air is February twenty first through the twenty second um, at Twenty Ninth Street in Ogden. And then on the twenty second, it's at the front. Mention this, Real Rock will be at Gear 30 on the 28th. Let's see if there's anything new. I don't think I see anything new. Yeah. Where's uh, Real Rock been in the past? Salt Lake. and it, Has it been up here before? I don't think it's been. So here's what happened is the front, uh, Brenna, who works at the front, they wanted to bring it in over there, and then Salt Lake who um, makes sort of some decisions that happens up, up here. Cause there's, it's like corporate now, you know, like they were, they didn't know if they could pull it off. And so they were looking to kind of give it away, you know? So they, they had already been in contact with real rock and, and they already got the, the lined up Utah as a sponsor. So we transferred it from the front to gear 30. Utah is still the sponsor. Uh, teamed up with Taboo Pizza this time. We we love Lucky Slice, but it's like let's switch it up every once in a while. So Taboo Taboo's good too. Taboo's this pizza, and then Utah is the so like you could pay fifteen bucks when you get there. So the movie's free, but if you want to pay fifteen bucks, and that gives you like three tickets, I think to um, uh, decide how you to, how you want to disperse it. Like pizza, pizza, beer, pizza, beer, pizza, beer, beer, right? Pizza, beer, 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 right? Yeah, kind of how that how that's gonna work, and that's on. But that's a good festival. The twenty eighth, yeah, real, like four or five films, I think, that come with that, and you'll get it if you go to Banff, you'll get a taste of it. One of the nights they've got a a short from it. Um, now it is like a adult themed. If you're concerned about that, there's see, they said there's like four f bombs, so you know it's real. It's movies. It's real rock. Um, yeah, a lot of skiing nude. A lot, a lot of, of skiing well, that's nude. climbing nude, maybe. A lot of climbing nude. <laughs> <laughs> nude climbing is the new nude skiing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is not accurate at all. This is the ski report. <laughs> Just thought I'd lead with that. I thought that was for everything we've already <laughs> done. Uh, so, because Nord- so this was updated on Ski Utah. At, well, I can refresh it. At 5.45 this morning or whenever they put this report out. And I got like two inches in my driveway since then. Yeah, anyway. we got even a little so, more than that. Because I think that, I mean, Wolf Mountains, Nordic Valley, Wolf Mountain, I keep, yeah. Nordic Valley says they have, oh, now they show, they two uh, two inches in the last 24. 
Powder Mountain, two inches, which and Snow Basin, three inches. I think there's a lot more than that. They got two overnight. So it's snowing. It's powderific. It's very light, fluffy snow. For those of you who are out there skiing it right now, I'm a little jealous. Tomorrow might be better, though. I don't know about skiing up in the while it's puking, but some people love it. I'm a fair weather snowboarder. The older I get. Um, in the news, in the news. So the outdoor Weber is happening right now. You can go and vote for your um, favorite inventor. So I try. I watched. There's three, six, nine, twelve. 18, 21, 24. There's a ton of these. There's two pages of these. Uh, so there's a lot of inventors. I got through, uh, I think, nine of them yesterday. Uh, Gear 30's own Chase has an entry on here. Some of these don't have any likes. I don't know, like, like votes yet. And then some of them have, let's see, the ones that are in the lead have... 2,775, Uh Anyway, these are students. They're student inventors in the outdoor industry, outdoor space. If you are interested to see what they come up with or just want to help vote, make your voice be heard, you can go to weber.edu slash entrepreneurship or just search Outdoor Weber, probably much easier, sponsored by Camping World. They're they are vying for $30,000 in seed funds for the winning project, which would be nice. So you can watch some of those. Any standouts? Um, the, the ones, ones that at? I looked at, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe on no. the, the next batch. Of Maybe in the next. I mean, they're cool. There's one where... There was one that I, I think it's like a little cheating because they didn't, I don't know. But there's like this car that flies. Yeah, a flying car. Oh, okay. nice. But they're like want to use it for, it's designed for more search and rescue so that they can go reach people in weird places or something. Like and a they, drone vehicle or something? Yeah, but they didn't, these people, these students didn't invent the car, the flying car. That's a little much. Yeah. But they invented this like idea to sell it to the outdoor space is like maybe it can tow you on your snowboard or something like for fun and so they wanted to try and rent them out as like that would be their business or something so i thought that was interesting there's i just closed the page or else i'd try to refresh my memory but check them out they're fun to look at because it's these ideas some of them are uh this guy's building a camper the one the guy in the lead he's got this camper on this bed that's um kind of interesting but i don't know i think it's a great program it's a fantastic program. Yeah. yeah. An elk got caught in a Park City window well, Oh, geez. according to KSL. When one uh, Park City resident looked out his basement window, he couldn't believe what he was looking back at him. Oh, two elk. Two elk. Wade Pierce said his son came in and woke him up early Tuesday morning after the animals fell into the home's window wells. It's about 2.30 in the morning. He heard a big thud. He was a little nervous. He looked out the window of his Park City home and saw not one. Two, a mother and a calf trapped in the window well. They're just standing there, said the sheriff. In turn, officials with the Summit County Sheriff's Office contacted the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources, and that's where DWR biologist Wes Alexander came in. They got them elk out of there. So they are... Poor dudes. They could have really hurt themselves. They could, yeah. They hadn't have stayed calm. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. 
I like the idea of in my head, I'm like, all right, well, a Park City window well might be bigger than my That's window a- well. <laughs> it's like if, if two deer could easily fit in the window well. Yeah, two deer in your window. How big is that window? That's a pretty You know what? Window. I don't even have window wells, okay? <laughs> I am elk friendly at my house. Hey, elk, come by my house. Careful cross, crossing Washington Boulevard, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so a, co- a coyote bit a skier. This is just mo- another thing to look out for, but there's more to the story. A female cross... Of course there's more to the story. <laughs> they don't just walk up to you and bite you. Oh. A female cross-country skier was bitten by a coyote on a trail in Yellowstone. Last week, the initial report says that the skier was taken to emergency services for lacerations and puncture wounds on her arms. She did not sustain any critical injuries. The coyote was tracked and killed and then tested for rabies, which is sad because maybe it had rabies, which is would, would be not as sad. But uh, random that a coy- coyotes are spooky. Like, it had like nothing they, they to do with easy. the selfie she was trying to take with the coyote. Maybe do. May, we don't know that that's side really of the unusual story. that a coyote would get that close. So it's winter time. So maybe it was cold or hungry or sick, but it attacked and you can't like go super fast on cross country skis, but you can go pretty fast. So the coyote, you'd have to run and then it bit her arm. So that means she was defending it herself somehow with the selfie arm. Maybe it was her selfie arm. I don't know. Yeah, pretty wild. Anyway, there's not. She have peanut butter on her arms. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom that's of this. Not, that's not part of the story. Oh, we got. Oh, they left that part yeah, out. I get it. it. <laughs> All right, so there's summoning Everest, and then there's summoning Everest in the winter time. So that's a good idea. Uh, it's been 27 years since someone has tried. And they're trying right now. A team of five climbers from Spain and Germany are currently embarking on a fate has not been accomplished since 1997, which is, this is according to Snowbrains, summoning Mount Everest during winter, the traditional season with athletes flock to Nepal to attempt the journey is in April or May when the cold winds subside, but the summer monsoons have not yet started. What's more, the team is aiming to complete the climb without the help of supplemental oxygen. So not only are they doing this trip in the winter, they're going without supplemental oxygen, something only been achieved once, and it was by Ang Rita Sherpa in 1987. That is uh, non-supplemental oxygen in winter. In the winter, like no make, oxygen, yeah. no ropes, naked. Naked. <laughs> naked. <Done. laughs> they're going to ski down. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive, though. Well, if they do it, yeah. Yeah, if they do it. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, this is my favorite new sport. Uh, we teased you a little bit earlier. It's the uh, X Games Ski Knucklehawk. Okay, so a knucklehawk is a. It was it was just this thing that snowboarders were. When there's a, like a berm, like a bump in in the you know that you go over it at a speed and you can kind of pull these fun little tricks off the off the bump. Well, they started getting complicated, and then they started getting good, and then they started trending on social media that the tricks that these kids mostly kids are doing were just insane off these bumps and of course x games and takes advantage and it's like you know what let's go ahead and turn this into a competition and the kid who went one 20 years old from none other than north carolina ski north carolina won x games gold uh and his name is um it's short for something zeb 
Zebulon. Zebpal. Okay, so here, I'll play the video. Oh, the kind of TikTok. Watch. True. We got some fire. You kind of watch what they do. So, so it's a knuckle hucking course. It's a knuckle hucking. So he goes around Carolina, the slope style course and he hits the bump. And that so fast. It's so crazy. There's this kid is insane. This is a compilation video of his four final runs, four or five final runs of just him. Each one of them are unbelievable. There's one where he's so close to the ground. There's one where he kind of falls at the front and pops back up. It looks like digitally enhanced. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Let me see if I can find that. He's got it. Oh yeah, he doesn't ride with goggles or glasses. He rides with like, oh there, this is it right here. Okay, you've got to see this. It's like pink sunglasses. Oh! He just springs back up. Yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. It's going that fast. Oh my like the announcers can't believe what they're watching. Zebulon. Zeb! The Zebster. Zeb knows what's up. He's really. Anyway, this is worth watching. This is all the things. This is awesome. So, uh, my new favorite is Look watching this kid snowboard. Zebulon. Knuckle hucking. Knucking. Whatever. Zeb. Yeah, pretty good. All right. So, I went to. That's all I have in the news, by the way. Uh, I went to OR. Oh. Worth watching, real quick. Uh, if you is Banff, go to Banff. If you haven't ever been to the Banff World Tour, you need to go. I'm trying to play the. I'm trying to play their little thing here. It's not very loud though. Deuter. Yeah, basically. Can you hear? It? Can you hear? It? It's very soft. Oh, here we go. There, let's get you in the mood. This is next week. And here, here for those who are, are watching, Todd. Bam, horn. <laughs> yeah. I just like listening to music. It's always good music. And then they can sort of hear the action a little bit in the background. But. Yeah, get stuck for this season's world tour. This is, I think, is the full eight-minute trailer, or seven minutes and 25-second trailer. And it's clips of all the films that are uh, being included in the world tour, or all the ones that won prizes, awards, prizes, awards. So, yeah, 2019, 2020, Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour. Brandon, this is your year. You're walking home with something. Okay, so I'll probably win our own Gear 30 gift cards. That's my luck. No, this year you're walking out with the cheese. Crap. You're walking out with cheese. I'll take cheese. Cheese is good. It's, yeah. Uh, it's cheese beehive and a, cheese. And a lift pass. It would be a little cheese and a lift I'm pass. I'm down. Too. Visit gear30.com. Use promo code OOA at checkout to save 12% on your purchase. There's a lot of deals on that website. Go to gear30.com. Use promo code OOA at checkout. Buy online. Pick up in store. Come down to the shop. Say hi to me. And say, hey, I got my discount because I listened to the podcast. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah. Spent last week at OR, or the Outdoor Retailer Show, in Denver. And 
They have a poll on S News, and it was what was the buzziest topic of the 2020 Outdoor Retailer Show? Some of the, uh, and then you can vote. But climate, diversity, equality, and inclusion, single-use plastics, sustainable materials, Amazon, gear innovation, supply chain, tariffs, or something else. Uh, the winner was climate, but the really I think the the theme was the the the, came, the two that came in second and third place that affect climate, and that is sustainable materials and single use plastics. So, every preview we went to, they talked about here's where we got our here's how we make our stuff, here's what we're using that's sustainable, or they're using um, uh, upcycled or okay, so plastics. So single-use plastics are bad. Um, they can take plastics and they can make them into fibers and then they can make apparel and things out of plastic, like your water bottle. But did you know that there are companies out there that essentially make plastics to sell to brands that say, we use recycled plastic? It's not post-consumer. It was never consumed in the first place. And it's not scraps. No, they just, no. They make plastic because it's so trendy. So now when you look, if you go to buy a product and it says like recycled plastic, it has to say post-consumer on it. If it doesn't, then you don't know where that plastic came from. They could have got it from like plastic comp. I had no idea this was even a thing. We learned this at, at, at OR, which is insane. So I'm assuming most of the brands that you know and love probably not. Probably no, that. but smaller brands or, or and they'll just they're trying or to, big generic brands. Yes, what they're doing is trying to be with the trend, right? And so they'll put that up. You're right. Most of the brands that we love in the outdoor industry, they're like, look, you gotta. What they're saying is, here's how you separate us from these other knockoffs. They're gonna say like upcycled uh, plastic or whatever. It's it has to say post consumer or else. What's the point? I'm Keep like, an eye out. I had no freaking idea. Greenwashing has always been sort of a thing. I didn't know about that, though. Yeah. Ugh. So five top stories from Outdoor Retailer, according to S News. Um, gear disposal is the new frontier. Recycled content used to be niche, but no longer. As of winter 2019-2020, Patagonia's entire shell line uses recycled fabrics, and recycled content is making its way into packs and duffels as well. Insulation is also on board for winter 2020, 2021. Every Rab Puffy uses recycled materials for every component but the zippers and pull tabs. And nearly 25% of all Gore-Tex Pro Shell options are also using uh, 12 fabric options from re recycled face fabrics. So, yes, they are very aware of waste. And that was Grandma the would approve. Grandma would approve. Yeah, this is great. This is this is great. Uh, and then another one, companies are sharing secrets in order to save the environment. So companies are now talking to each other or, or combining with each other to make a product or help each other. Um, for instance, let's see. I read this What's that word? paragraph. Less proprietary, more sherry. More sherry. Yeah, I think I like that's that. how I think that's how it goes. I like that. Nick Wax, an early adopter who recently switched to 100% recycled containers for its Treatment spearheaded a partnership with neighboring brands such as Osprey, Stanley, and Sunday Afternoons, which I'm not familiar with, to host a plastic-free outdoor retailer happy hour fundraiser 
for Protect Our Winters, Mountain Hardware brought in dozens and dozens of gently used and sanitized cups from its HQ to serve beer during its happy hour event. So, yes, this is a thing. Uh, also, companies are uniting behind diversity, e- equity, and inclusion, or DEI. Um, most businesses would claim to just want an equitable environment for their employees and business partners, but developing best practices is hard to do. And that's why four leading outdoor organizations co- committed to a, a collaboration for DEI. Uh, wool. Wool is like the the everything. Well, they make wool everything now. There was, what did I see that was wool that was, oh, bandages. There's wool bandages now. So that it, you know, because wool... Uh, sourced correctly doesn't harm the animal in any way and it's wool it's it's a natural fabric so the more wool the better and then petrol and petroleum alternatives and those are the themes of this year's outdoor retailer uh running into gear and i didn't see some of these but listed as the top gear items mountain hardware ghost whisper UL. this is the lightest fully featured puffy jacket on the planet it's uh, for mountain hardware Thanks to the lightweight five denier ripstop fabric, 1,000 fill down. It only weighs 6.67 ounces, two ounces lighter than before. If they can shave that down to a, like minimum two ounces. Two ounces. Then I'll start thinking get, about it. That'll float away. It just floats like in the air in front of you. There's no gravity to it at all. Uh, number two, the Patagonia R1 coming in between 99 to $159. The new hybrid is warmer. And a base layer, but more breathable than a fleece. They just make good stuff all around. Three, Hustle Bike Labs, REM Pedal. Um, and then four, the Wool Aid Merino Wool Adhesive Bandages. Heal your wounds and the planet. Optic Nerve Fly Set Sunglasses. Aviators that are indestructible. Um, my favorite, though, that I saw, which there's uh, some of these are just okay, was a... New bag from Outdoor, or from Osprey. Uh, the Solden and Sopri Pro, that's the men's and women's, Avalanche bag. So Osprey's first Avalanche airbag pack. It's feature-rich and qualifies as lightweight. Comes in at $1,200. How much is your life worth? It is uh, the, Sol- the Solden for men and the Sopri for women come loaded with the Alpride E1 electric avalanche airbag system, which avoids compressed gas so you can fly with it, making it travel friendly. And it weighs just 3.5 pounds and it you can um, deploy it and then repack it and then redeploy it. Wow, that's a big deal. Multiple times. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good looking. It's made by Osprey, so it's made well. And they finally found a partner that who they they don't make their own airbag partnered for the airbag system with Alpride. Nice. Yeah. We like um, partnerships. Yeah. Do you like partnerships? Uh, outdoor retailer was great. It was, it was busy. It was energetic. There was a lot of people there. Um, we had meetings all day for the two days we were there because when you fly to Denver, you need to make sure it's not like Salt Lake when you drive down there and can just party all day, like hang out and walk around and kind of, waste your day couldn't do that at all so we i didn't get a chance to just look at new stuff other than the appointments we had set up gotta get your money's worth gotta get our money's worth but we did meet with stanley to bring into gear 30 bringing back jones snowboards bringing back uh spark r&d splitboard bindings there's a pack towel company that is 
it is it is a plastic recycled towel that's sim- very similar to that victory blanket that you can take everywhere it's like a yoga size so you can do yoga with it but you can take it to the beach you can just throw it in your car and use it for all kinds of things so it's down at paddle boarding nice. whatever that was a really cool towel we'll, we're looking at bringing in um <sighs> blundstone boots looking at bringing in those and those smart like wool heirloom boots yeah those are nice boots yeah, I think we're gonna have to replace our, our icebreaker with smart wool um, because icebreaker's price point's pretty high. Smart wool's is high too, but most people know smart wool. Yeah. So, yeah, I love icebreaker. But anyway, it was a really fun show. Went to saw uh, Icelandic Ski sponsors a winter on the rocks at Red Rocks uh, Friday night. I'd never been to Red Rocks, and that's a venue. Holy oh, cow! It's beautiful out there. Unbelievable. We were lucky enough to score backstage passes because we sell Icelandic skis and one of our employees chase our buyer is sort of a, a rep athlete of theirs so we got a couple backstage so I was able to hang out backstage a little bit at bands I'd never heard of I had heard of this zoo but the other ones they're like DJs house music that I'm not really familiar with but a zoo was <laughs> oh yeah like you can't <laughs> gotta wait for the drop boots and cats uh, and boots and cats and boots and cats <laughs> it was fun to see from backstage all the it was sold out thousands of people and what out was the weather in the like middle of winter an outdoor freaking cold Freaking yeah cold. I don't know, it's not, <laughs> i heard it was worse than the year before because it was snowing and cold but this year it was just i don't know it was cold like 20s you That's know right. like cold anyway a lot of poofies all the boobies. This week's quote of the week. None of us is ever satisfied with what we are. That is Terrence. So if you're feeling bad about yourself, it's not, hey, you're not alone. Thank you to Banyan One for powering today's 350th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, the blog at thebanycollector.com, Podbean app for Android, iPhones. All show notes are available at the blog. I tried to put those more out on social media because sometimes people just want to read the show notes so uh chat with us hit us up on readers Twitter. yeah what? i know it's crazy, I crazy. Love that. who are these people at ogden adventure at banyan podcast on twitter now you know because you i gave you a ride home last night and you were like i don't know what are you listening to brandon it's frightened rabbit i can't help it and this album the, this song is called things it's off the album the winter of mixed drinks the lyrics of this man are unbelievable. What he comes up with now, unfortunately, he committed suicide, so he's no longer with us. So anything frightened rabbit, it's not going to be the same. 20, 2020. Um, anyway, this came out ten years, twenty ten years ago in twenty ten. So this is things by frightened rabbit. John Muir would say the mountains are calling, and we must go. Let's go. Well, here's the evidence, human existence, by next. Boxes, and I cannot find a name for them They hardly show that I have lived And the dust it settles on these things Displays my age again Like a new skin made from old skin 